Hey, Scott. Hey, Nick. Oh, what's up? Why do you look so down? I just... I can't believe Back to the Future Minute is over. Hey, it's okay, man. You got Spider-Man Minute. You got the Doctor's Companion. What more do you want? What? You want your favorite uh, scientist and little uh, little assistant? You want me to do Dr. Marty? <gasps> right? You'll get over it. You'll be fine. Oh, who the hell put this on? It's on random. For God's sake. Look, it's not that I want to keep doing Back to the Future Minute forever. I'm just trying to say that I need something a little more. I want to get out there and do interesting stuff. Podcast a little. And I'd love to be able to do it with you, but I want you to want to do it too. I agree. We should get out there, but what can we do? How about a Cornetto? A Cornetto? Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy. First, we'll start with a bite of Shaun of the Dead. Then, we'll take some shots of hot fuzz, and later, we'll wrap it all up with a couple of pints at the world's end. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! The Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we take car, go to mums, kill Phil, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, and have a nice cold pint one minute at a time. It all blows over starting with Shaun of the Dead this October at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 2, which starts with more sweeping shots of the mountainside and ends with the Balrog charging forward at Gandalf. I feel like we've been here before. I have no memory of this place. (laughs) I have lots of memory of this place. (laughs) We have we spoke at great length along with Crystal Beth about the Balrog. Yes. Uh and here we are again. Um with the Balrog. Our dear friend, the Balrog. Okay. Tall, dark, and on fire. <laughs> um Okay, so the there's there's score underneath all of this, and then around a minute and seventeen seventeen seconds into the minute. Uh, you start hearing echoes of what was happening in Moria. And you hear Gandalf uh, say, you cannot pass. And then Frodo's like, Gandalf! Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's it's kind of mumbled, and you hear distinctly, he says, Flame of Arnor. So he's making his declaration that he is a Maya spirit, as we've talked at length. Um, and then I synced up both fellowship and two towers best as i could uh it was off like a second but i guess that helped because it they switch some of the dialogue order in two towers yeah the two lines before you shall not pass are are flipped yeah so he makes his declaration like i'm a i'm a will uh 
Oh, what does he say? Like I'm a wielder of the sacred flame. Yeah, or secret flame. Secret flame. Secret flame. Um, and he says, uh, "The dark fire will not avail you, flame of Urun." And you can hear that line very specifically in Two Towers um, when when the camera is zooming into the mountain and then you like morph through the mountain like Kitty Pride and then you like see what's happening. Yeah. Um, in Two Towers, he says, "Go back to the shadow." The dark fire will not avail you. Yeah. But in Fellowship, he says his declaration, and then he says the flame of um, Ulun line, and then he says go back to the shadow, and then there's like a there's like a sword parry or whatever where mm. he's like ah, um, <laughs> he like makes a yeah. noise, and that's before go back to the shadow. Yeah, in that's the two towers. that's uh, that's out of order too. So I don't know if they anticipated people being uh, so whatever <laughs> and <laughs> syncing up both movies in this way um but that's a, a little thing that i discovered yeah the lines just cut differently i don't know why maybe so it's not just exactly the same i mean but isn't that the purpose i mean i i guess i mean the flame of udun line is more dramatic so i understand why you might want it to be the lead the, in through the, the mountain lead, yeah but you don't necessarily have to take go back to the shadow out of in between. Right. But they just kind of skip right to you shall not pass. Well, he says go back to the shadow and then they like fight. And then like he cracks his whip a few more times than he does in two towers. Yeah. And then there's the you shall not pass, which is in this minute. Yeah. I think they just wanted to jump a little quicker from the like declaration lines into you shall not pass yeah. to just keep it moving. That's fair. I just don't understand, like, the purpose of switching it around, though. Like, yeah, yeah cut out the whip cracks or whatever. Yeah, or the like, empty space. Yeah, cut out the empty space, but... I don't know. It's an interesting choice. Yeah. It makes it sound like their exchange happens in the middle of fighting, which isn't really the case in Fellowship of the Ring. Right. Because you definitely hear, like, sword clanks. Yeah. So, the other thing about the opener of this movie is apparently this is how they had always kind of planned to open this movie. Because Philippa and Fran like thought that you need to kind of prefigure Gandalf coming back into the movie instead of just having him walk out of the woods. Yeah. 40 minutes in. So like remind your audience like, oh yeah, remember when this guy died? Yeah. Instead of just having him reappear, you want to like reintroduce Gandalf. So they kind of always were going to open this this way. Yeah. And... The other thing is, the studio wanted them to have a prologue, like the first movie, also narrated by Kate Blanchett, about the events of the first movie. What? And they said no. Why? Which is, they say is kind of funny, and I agree, because the studio originally didn't want Kate Blanchett to do it. They wanted Ian McKellen to do it. Mm. And then Kate Blanchett did it, and they're like, oh, we want her to do it again. There's no point to that. Right? The The people who went to see your first movie are probably going to see your second movie. And the people who see your second movie without context, well, they're... I don't... I can't even imagine watching this movie without context. Right? Like, how many people do you think just saw this on TV for the first time with no context whatsoever? That is a good question. Um, if you're listening to this and you saw Two Towers first, uh, we want to talk to you. <laughs> I'm really curious how that felt. Um... I can't, like, I mean, I'm a stickler for, like, starting things in order. Mm. Like, if a, if I'm interested in watching a show 
and I happened to catch an episode of it, but it's not the first episode, or it's not towards the beginning of the the. And I guess that's different now in the the like the advent of Netflix and everything. But like back when cable was more prominent, yeah. Um, like if I happened to catch an episode of television of a show that I was aware of and I wanted to watch, but it was like in the middle of the season, I would just be like, "Nah, I'll just wait to watch the whole thing when it's done." Yeah. Like I can't. I don't know. That just blows. I've never. I, oh my god like <laughs> and i know i know people have have done that because um a friend of ours was saying that their introduction to harry potter was the like the second book yeah um and or like they watched the second movie which harry potter is di- more different because like he has it's a bit more episodic in the way that the right, at least with the first three, um, well, really the first four movies, like there's always, there's always like a solid beginning and end because he's always going back home, right, from school. So, so like he each each little year is like an adventure, but right. like this, this is not no like this is part of an adventure. This is like smack dab in the middle of the adventure. Right. This is like walking into a movie halfway through. Right. Like, really, in a way, like, the first five Harry Potter books are, like, complete narratives. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they have a distinct beginning, a distinct end, and there's the context and consequences of those stories is kind of self-contained. I really think of Harry Potter as, like, two different trilogies separated by, like, a like a prologue um, that is for the, the, the second half, the second trilogy. Yeah. That's the fourth book. Um, but I guess that's weird, so... Uh, <laughs> Um, there's, a, there's a bridge story. It's it's yeah. like how Clone Wars takes place between episode two and three. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I don't want to compare Goblet of Fire to the Clone Wars series, but sure. Um, that's the that's like one of the only other examples of that sort of thing I can think of. But I, I don't I don't know. Like, although the Riddick movies did that too. I, thinking about seeing two towers. With no context. Right. No, like, having vaguely heard of Lord of the Rings. And it's like, oh, I guess I should check one of these movies out. (laughs) And just go see Two Towers because it's the one playing. Yeah. Especially the theatrical version, because you lose some of the, like, throwback context stuff that might Mm -hmm. cue you into some of the larger things that you may have missed. Yeah. So, okay, imagine sitting down in this movie for the very first time. You see this sweeping, like mountainside and like oh this is really pretty and then like there's this old guy yelling <laughs> who's this dirty old man and then there's like this fire demon and then there's this like short man that's like yelling this guy's name yeah. like that's crazy and then you watch the next two minutes oh my goodness i can't even i am i am so like it's not even a i don't want to say morbid fascination but like i'm just so fascinated with this idea and I right. know that there are people out there that that must they must right. there must be yeah, I mean whether there's someone that was like dragged to the theater right, yeah or just happened to see it on TV after it had you know started being on television yeah, and then some of them were just like oh, I have no interest in any more of this and some of them would have gone and sat out the first one right, I'm interested in your story hypothetical listener yeah same, uh, hit us up on email and Facebook and. I didn't see Fellowship of the Ring in theaters, but 
But I did see Two Towers in theaters. Yeah, but you saw Fellowship before right. you went to go see Two Towers. Yes. I'd seen the extended edition. <laughs> you had read the book before. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a, that's amazing to think about. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Just like yesterday, there's not much new to talk about here. Mm-hmm. Because the first four minutes or so of our movie... Uh, is something we've already talked about at great length. I'm really, though I am very glad um, that we, we would have had more Kate Blanchett. Uh, I'm very glad that they didn't recap. Oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Like, people who see Two Towers first aside. Like, I'm I'm very glad that they didn't recap uh, Fellowship because then it feels, I don't know, it just feels cheaper to me. Right. Like, if there was a recap in the middle, it wouldn't feel like a complete narrative. Yeah. And I, if you're doing recaps, just make it a, a, t- a series, honestly. Like, well, Amazon's going to try. Well, no, I mean, they're not, I, they're not going to try. They're going to, they're going to make it regardless. Yeah, but of, it's not going to be this story. No, it's not. It's, it's going to be a, what, it's like a prequel or a spinoff or something. something. Some, some story set in Middle Earth. There are certainly stories I could be interested in watching. Yeah. There's a lot of Silmarillion stuff. For sure. I want like a young Aragorn series. I can, I can be down. That'd be sick. Young Aragorn, you the can Adventures like, of Young Aragorn. Yeah, you can even do like his meeting with with Arwen and all that. Nah. Yeah, if you're gonna do a Young Aragorn yeah, series, you're gonna okay, do it. Yeah, but okay. It's very it's very important to his younger days. I know, but no, I I I'm thinking about like I don't necessarily like this opening. I think um, I think I'll form my opinion by the end of the week. By talking about it in more detail. Yeah. I don't... As of now, I'm not a fan of this opening. I have always loved the idea of opening this movie this way. But there are things about the next couple of minutes that I just find very silly. I I like it in theory because it makes sense. Because you want to set up the fact that Gandalf's going to be back. That's very important. Um, And I... From a writing standpoint, that makes perfect sense. I think in execution, it kind of falls short. Ha, ah, falls. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think in execution, it kind of falls short of what they were maybe intending. Um, I don't particularly care for it, uh, though there is one shot that we'll talk about in two minutes. I think so. I think it's. I think it's. That's gorgeous. It's like right. It's either near the middle or end of minute four. I yeah. think. And it's kind of a bummer that it opens this way, especially for doing it minute by minute, because then it just feels tedious. Yeah, a little. Like okay, we've we've yes, the mountains are beautiful, uh, but we've already talked about this at length. And when we leave this scene, don't let me forget. Richard Taylor pointed out an error that I never noticed. Okay. Cool. Oh, gosh. I'm so excited for more Richard Taylor. <laughs> we missed you. Um, still, still a delightful man to listen to. Still louder than everybody else. Doesn't introduce himself nearly as loudly in this commentary. Oh, that's a shame. Someone probably talked to him about it. <laughs> Someone's probably like, hey, Richard, you need to be... You need to back up from your mic just yeah, like a little bit more. You're a little close. <laughs> And Wormtongue's real life voice. Oh boy. Oh my gosh, he sounds like. What did I say earlier? He's, like a halfling. He sounds like a D and D halfling character, like his real voice. It's a little nasally and high pitched. Yeah, it's adorable. It's like a little Poindexter. <laughs> that was um. That was not. 
what I was expecting. Uh, <laughs> Who would but... have ever thought you'd describe anything related to Worm Tongue as adorable? I know, right? <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, we will get there. Uh, I don't know if I have any other notes. I was just kind of, it was kind of cool to, to do like the slew thing and be like, "Waha! I see what you did." Yeah, and it's interesting that do. they that they flipped a couple lines. Yeah, I I really think that it's just to kind of repace that a little bit, so there's not like a break between the two action lines. That makes sense. Blame of Uldun. Because the go back to the shadow is like a recovery moment. He's like catching his breath before he does. You shall not pass. Mm-hmm. And they just wanted to go action into action. Especially where it's the opener of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially since we're going to watch a not so interesting to watch, like, eight second fall. Next minute. It's, I, I don't know about you, it's pretty interesting. But uh, the, the first for, part's not. For for the wrong reasons. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I have any other notes. Are no, you good? I'm good. Cool, cool. Uh, so thanks for listening to us. Uh, it'll it'll get better, I promise. Um, <laughs> it will get better. Uh, if you are interested in checking out some of the other uh, non-Movies by Minute podcasts on Dueling Genre, we now uh, have the Protagonist podcast, uh, which both Norman and I have been on. Um, those guys are a lot of fun. Every week they cover a different, what is it, like a movie, a comic book, a TV show? An anime, and, uh, like, uh, co- every so often. No, no it's like... Oh, and a, a novel. A novel, uh, yes. Every month, once a week, they they cycle through these and talking about really good characters and really good stories. Um, and they're a lot of fun. And, of course, Doctor's Companion, uh, that just... We, we just wrapped up for a while. We covered uh, the Christmas special that was uh, Capaldi's Farewell. Uh, as of this recording, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know if it. I don't know if I'm going to be like openly weeping during that episode or whatever. But, I will. Uh, I'll certainly miss Capaldi when he's gone. Yeah, for real, real. Um, and yeah, thanks again for listening. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow, talking about minute three, more Balrog, more Balrog and Gandalf. Yeah, tales old as time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a song as old as Rhyme though. <laughs> We'll see. Bye.